throw the band, hit the crawl back. Can't take no more L's, I need all that. Run off with the pack and get the don't crack. The four feel short, nigga, four flat. They counted you out, now you bubbling. Uh, Took you some loss of a bounce back. Now they feeding for you like you good crack. Run it back, 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 run it back. Lost through the band, hit the crawl back. Can't take no more L's, I need all that. Run off with the pack and get the don't crack. The folk feel short, nigga, folk flat. Run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back. All right, this is Sergeant War Dog with the War Dog Trail, and I got somebody else special for you tonight. As you notice with my latest series of guests I've been rolling out, I'm bringing out anybody that's making noise in the 2A community, veterans, or the outdoors, and hunting. And I got another one for you tonight. You can tell just by his name that he popping off. You might think you hood. You might think you redneck. Hey, world, I want to introduce you to the one and only Chris from Hoodneck, baby. What's up, Chris? Uh-huh. How you doing, bro, man? Appreciate you for having me on here, man. It's an honor and sign man. Chilling, bro. Chilling, bro. Hey, first off, I want to tell you congratulations on everything I've been able to see you do online. Say you got your 501c3 booming. You turn Hoodneck into a nonprofit organization. Uh, you, you also established Camp Hoodneck. Hey, from the outside, those of us that are fans of yours, bro, we can't do nothing but salute you, man, and thank you. Man, I appreciate that, man. That's thank you, thank you, man. So if you don't mind... Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, man, we're going to start you off. A lot of people don't know that you're a veteran. Really, yeah, I really want to tap in and let get, let, uh, let them hear from you that you're a veteran, bro. What's up? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> 13 Bravo, man. Uh, 329 FA. Carson, man, I did a turn. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Deployed as soon as I kind of got in. Deployed to Kuwait. Went to Beer. Rotated through uh, Alicide Airfield. Sent batteries through up there in Iraq. Ain't really much you're an old guy man like i said i was there in 2015 uh the military totally different from 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 2015 yeah it ain't nothing compared man i got to come up under like a lot of old heads who've been in from so 98 from the first invasion and a lot of stuff like that so everybody that came up under you know made us know like yeah this ain't you really on vacation man this ain't nothing so (laughs) but um yeah when the military man yeah, got full experience, you know, 13 Bravo's artillery, if anybody don't know, so that's just a gun bunny, so I ain't do nothing but blow stuff up and shoot guns my whole term, so that was fun, this experience, man, it gave me everything I needed in, so, so. That's what's up, that's what's up. Um, if you Let the world know what actually made you want to join, man, what made you want to go ahead and say yeah, and that you was cool with it. So, man, there's so many different factors, so, man, I, I I don't come from a military family, but both of my grandfathers were in the military. My grandpa, my my father's father was a 12 rifle combat engineer. And then my grand my mother's father was in the Navy. Uh got cousins in the military, had uncles in, but it was really just a uh, man, you know, just going through life, just trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with my life and stuff like that. I was 23 when I joined, man. I had went to college. Uh, you know, just you know, I just I left college. I was working, working at the job, man. I remember my last, uh, my last little uh, W-2s and stuff like that for paying taxes or whatever. You know, you get your tax returns and stuff back. Yeah. I remember yeah. getting all that. Remember, uh, I only made like $17,000 that year. And I was like, man, I'm fucking poor, man. Like, you know, I was like, man, I'm, 
I'm poor, man. I gotta do something. I need to change my life for real, for real. And he went too many options, man. You know, school was, I had already gave school a shot and yeah. I was like, man, that ain't for me, man. And I was still going, I was still trying, but I'm putting myself in debt. Well, I'm working, man, I'm working, you know, I'm, it just ain't for me. Like, you know, I was like, man, I ain't trying to live like this. I, mean, I was like, man, I know one day I want kids, man, I don't got nothing to get my kids. I want to see the world, I'm poor, I can't see nothing. You know, it was just, you know, just, yeah. just going through my stuff, coming to an adulthood, becoming a real man. You know, I'm still at home with my mama and shit. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta do something. Gotta but, make a uh, move. Me and me and my group of friends, man, it's uh three of us, man. Three of us joined the army, one joined the navy, man. The first two, one was shit before us, and the one who I left with Lewis, he's still into to this day. But Lewis had uh he was on his last strike on passing his ass valve, man. It took him so long to pass it, but his last time taking was my first time taking it. But we took it together and we both passed and we shipped off together. And man, you know, it was just looking for structure and guidance, man. Just trying to just trying to figure out life. We was trying to trying to get through it, man. Cause where I was at when going down the wrong path for real, for real.
run it back, 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 run it back. Lost through the band, hit the crawl back. Can't take no more L's, I need all that. Run off with the pack and get the don't crack. The four feel short, a nigga four flat. Run it back, 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 run it back. Quick that little drop, now you hustling. They counted you right, now you bubbling. Took you some losses, but bounce back. Now they feeling for you like you good crap. Hunt that. Run it back, 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 I'm bringing out anybody that's making noise in the 2A community, veterans, or the outdoors and hunting. And I got another one for you tonight. You can tell just by his name that he popping off. You might think you hood. You might think you redneck. Hey, world, I want to introduce you to the one and only Chris from Hoodneck, baby. What's up, Chris? Uh, how you doing, bro, man? Appreciate you for having me on here, man. It's on this side of man. Chilling, bro. Chilling, bro. Hey. First off, I want to tell you congratulations on everything I've been able to see you do online. See, you got your 501c3 booming. You turn Hoodneck into a nonprofit organization. Uh, you, you also established Camp Hoodneck. Hey, from the outside, those of us that are fans of yours, bro, we can't do nothing but salute you, man. Thank you. Thanks, yeah, I appreciate Rick. that, man. Thank, thank you, man. If Should you do don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you a veteran? Really, yeah, I really man. want to tap in and let get, let uh, let them hear from you. Uh, Cost. I mean, I did a turn. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Deployed as soon as I kind of got in. Deployed to Kuwait. Went to Bir. Rotated through a uh, outside airfield. Sent batteries through up there in Iraq. Ain't really much. You an old guy, man. Like I said, I was there in 2015. Uh, The military totally different from 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 2015. Yeah, it ain't nothing compared, man. I got to come up under like a lot of old heads who've been in from so 98 from the first invasion and a lot of stuff like that. So everybody I came up under, you know, made us know like, yeah, this ain't you really on vacation, man. This ain't nothing. So, (laughs) but um, yeah, when the military, man, yeah, got full experience. You know, 13 Bravo's artillery. If anybody don't know, so that's just a gun bunny. So I ain't do nothing but blow stuff up and shoot guns my whole term. So. That was fun. It was experience, man. It gave me everything I needed in so, so. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, if you, let the world know what actually made you want to join, man. What made you want to go ahead and say yeah and that you was cool with it? So, man, there's so many different factors. So, man, I, I, I don't come from a military family, but both of my grandfathers were in the military. My grandpa, my my father's father was a 12 Bravo company engineer. And then my, grand, my mother's father was in the Navy. Uh, Got cousins in the military, had uncles in, but it was really just a man, you know, just going through life, just trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with my life and stuff like that. I was 23 when I joined, man, and I had went to college. Uh, you know, just you know, I just I left college. I was working, work uh, W2s and stuff like that for paying taxes or whatever. You know, when you get your tax returns and stuff back. Yeah, I remember yeah. getting all that. Remember, uh, I. I only made like 
$17,000 that year. And I was like, man, I'm fucking poor, man. Like, you know, I was like, man, I'm I'm poor, man. I got to do something. I need to change my life for real, for real. And he went too many options, man. You know, school was, I had already gave school a shot. And yeah. I was like, man, that ain't for me, man. And I was still going. I was still trying, but I'm putting myself in debt. Well, I'm working, man. I'm working. You know, I'm, it just ain't for me. Like, you know, I was like, man, I ain't trying to live like this. I, mean, I was like, man, I know one day I want kids, man. I don't got nothing to give my kids. I want to see the world. I'm poor. I can't see nothing. You know, it was just, you know, just yeah, just going through my stuff, coming to an adulthood, becoming a real man. You know, I'm still at home with my mama and shit. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta do something. Gotta but make uh, a move. me and me and my group of friends, man, it's uh three of us, man. Three of us joined the army. One joined the navy, man. The first two, one was shit before us, and the one who I left with, Lewis, he's still into this day. But Lewis had a. Uh, he was on his last strike on passing his ass valve, man. It took him so long to pass it, but his last time taking was my first time taking it. But we took it together and we both passed and we shipped off together. And man, you know, it was just looking for structure and guidance, man. Just trying to, just trying to figure out life. We was trying to, trying to get through it, man. Cause where I was at when going down the wrong path for real, for real. All right. So <clears throat> be real with me now. If you knew that there was somebody out there that wasn't so sure if they should or should not use the military option, what would you tell them? Man, do that shit. It's a cheat code. That shit changed my <laughs> life. I swear to God. Hey, man, you're gonna, you gonna have people don't realize, man. You the military taught me, man. I much rather choose my sacrifices than my sacrifices choose me. Choose you know. Me. So yeah, you, get, man, I I much rather pick what I'm in control because you're gonna have to sacrifice one way or another. Don't think it's you. You're not gonna get through this life not sacrificing, man. So you know, choose the things you sacrifice. Life is already hard coming from where I come from, and you know, it wasn't nothing I felt like I hadn't already seen, but the world, you know, I was like, man, you know, I can, yeah. I can handle this. I'm tall. I ain't scared of no. But I'm six five, so I ain't, I ain't <laughs> fearful of people, you know. So I didn't go yeah, yeah. people. And so I'm feeling myself and stuff like that. And I'm not a child at that point. I'm 22, 23. So, you know, I'm, you know, I, I, it was a challenge I was willing to. That's why I picked uh, artillery, man. If that offered me infantry, I would have went, man. They offered me artillery, uh, MP, and, and fucking special forces. I ain't gonna lie. It's, I no, I would have, if I would have known artillery was just as close, but I would have, I should have went SF, man. SF was cool, man. I'm, I got to meet a lot of SF, cool, a lot of SF guys. That was cool as fuck, but artillery was a, Man, you make the move, you make the earth shake when you shoot stuff, man. When you shoot artillery, man, the whole world shake. That's the problem with man, you know? Artie so, ain't a joke, boy. Man, Matter I tell fact. people, it's a cheat code, though. The military cheat code, man, you got going if you're mentally strong and you really want it. If you're looking for discipline and shit like that, and, you know, feel like you got a, a high character person, you look for integrity and shit, it's a cheat code, especially for black men. I tell people all the time, man, that shit changed my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. Me and my brothers, man, they are two of them. One in the the one in the Navy, he out, but Navy changed his life. Well, the one my Hispanic brother, he's still in. He out of Germany. He lived it up. I lived my military career through him not because he's still in doing it. You know, he all over the world, me in Korea, Germany, all this stuff, but he ain't got no deployments and stuff. But that's still oh, my boy. I still got my other partner. He uh he's out. He helped me with my nonprofit and stuff, man. Some of the videos and stuff you pull up, you'll see him there with me. So we still all here, but man, that shit. Yeah, see, we talk about it all the time, man. She leveled us up on a tax break, man. Put us on our feet. <laughs> I you swear, man, it. for real. That you shit put us on our feet. It did. It did. It did. And I ain't never been ashamed about it, man. <laughs> Not at all, man. Not at all. Most, man, tell people, man, it make you, it, it, it helps you build your confidence in yourself, man. They break it down, but 
it's they it, when they build you back up, it's how you want to be built, man. They tell you, they give you the foundation, but it's all up to you, the type of person, type of character you want to use these tools and become, you know. So yeah. that's how I did it and it benefit me, it still benefit me. Now um walk us through you go from your military service to you uh starting hoodneck and when and starting uh camp hoodneck. Uh, so now so hoodneck is always something I used to always say, man. Uh, my dad's my dad's side's from Louisiana, Mississippi. Uh, my mom's side's from Texas, so I always grew up like uh fishing and stuff like that. I grew up in with my grandparents up in Hitchcock, not too far from Galveston, but uh, shooting squirrels and coons and stuff like that in my grandmother's garden because she grew fruits and vegetables. But um, hooding something I always used to say, man, my white brothers in the army, I used to go in the mountains and shoot with them all the time. And I used to just always tell them that I'm a hood nick. And I used to say, man, I like that. They used to always laugh and, you know, just a little small stuff, you know, nothing too serious. But uh, when I got out the army, man, I was working at this uh, gun store for a, a super short time. And uh, it was guy named Pete. Pete is he's a pizza Dutch immigrant. Like his he went he wasn't born in America, but he got his green car and stuff like that. But Pete got a super long brown beard, super long brown hair, but Pete hunting stuff like that. He's a cool white boy. And uh he was like man you want to go hog cutting and I was like hell yeah I want to go hog cutting so uh, <laughs> I I tried to get my black aunt the dude I went to the army with he out this time so I'm trying to get him to go and he was like nah I ain't trying to do no hog cutting I ain't trying to do none of that whatever so i ended up going with peak and whatnot and i ended up knocking this hog down and uh this 20 this 2018 i got the service in 2017 so this 2018 uh we knocked the hog down and i take a picture with it and uh these back when the facebook groups and stuff was real popular real jumping and stuff like that and i post yeah. a picture in all these different black hunting facebook groups saying i just want to do hood nick shit with my friends and man, it went viral. Like back then, like when it went, I got like a hundred thousand likes and hundred thousand shares. It was crazy, man. And all these people was asking me, like, man, put it on the shirt, put it on the shirt. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know, I don't know nothing about shirts at that time. I don't know nothing about selling nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing about none of that. <laughs> nothing I'm doing now. I know absolute zero. Uh, and um. I put it on it, I put it on a shirt, but it wasn't my hood neck logo. It wasn't the uh it wasn't the I got my little it wasn't this logo, my, my okay. hood neck, it was just the block letter logo, just say hood neck, just regular font. And uh I put it out there and nobody bought it. Like nobody, zero people bought it. But I ain't tripped. It went like I was trying to, you know, I went thinking this could change my life at the time. No. So, <laughs> I'm like, cool, I went viral. On to next, I'm still working and stuff, trying to you know figure out life coming from the military and shit like that, man. Just trying to you know, figure it out, just trying to process, trying to reintegrate, man. It's, it was I feel like it was easier for me to to cope to the military than to cope back to the to civilian world after coming from the military, man. Having all that structure yeah. and coming yeah. to a civilian world with no with with everything so everything so unorganized and so unstructured, man. It was really like. A, <laughs> Man, it was a hard time for me, for real. For me. I spent so much time fishing and, and, and hunting as much as I could to really just get outside and just like think, you know, just just get yeah. away from everybody. And, you know, it was like just that. a lot. You now, so I'm saying I went hunting. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go hard hunting, man. I'm trying to, you know, I'm going through that stuff in the process. Of, yeah, I, hell yeah, I'm taking every opportunity I can to go hunting with anybody. But I'm going through all that at the same time. But uh, 
So I go through, I put the shirt on and nobody buy, uh, and I'm just wearing the shirt. I'm even doing photography at the time, man. Uh, I'm taking pictures of people. Just, you know, but I got a nice camera from, from when I was in the Army. I had uh, picked up a camera. You know, you get pick up little hobbies in the Army and stuff like that just to do something. I take pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. So I got kind of good at it, and then I just started, you know, taking pictures on the outside because it's a little side hustle. And uh, my, my, I don't know if you keep up with football, but Mike Evans from yeah. the Buccaneers. Is a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, Mike Evans. That's what's up. Scroll through my page, you'll see it on there. But uh, wide receiver. Yeah, man, I grew up with Mikey, man, and uh, Mikey had a celebrity game, and I was like, man, let me come through and take some pictures. And he's like, man, yeah, yeah, come on. And I had just so happened to have my original hood neck shirt on, and uh, some guy come up to me, man. He like uh six ten. He's like, man, what's hood neck? And I explained it to him and stuff like that. He's like, man, that's amazing, man. I like that, man. I and you gotta get a logo and stuff. He like give me some tips. I don't know who this guy was, but he gave me a lot. He gave me like some amazing. He gave me like the best advice ever. He's and, a big um, game, huh? Man, for real, for real. I know, I, man. I wish I knew who you was. But um, I went home like that whole ride from College Station back to Galveston. I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I need a logo. But I'm broke. I'm <laughs> got my little boy. My boy, my son was born my last month in the army. So you know, I'm transitioning out, still trying to figure out how to be a. a a daddy and everything, man. Need money and all this. You know, VA ain't ain't there yet at that yeah. time. So this yeah. is life kicking my ass. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. I remember so, yeah. I go to the uh I'm starting to look up logos and stuff like that because I got an image in my head of what I feel like hood Nick should look like, like that logo on that shirt. And um I'm like, man, they're trying to charge me eight hundred dollars for a for, for a letter, for, for they're trying to charge me eight four hundred dollars for the top part and four hundred dollars for the bottom. I'm like, man, I ain't got eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't got eight hundred dollars for this. So uh, I look up Photoshop and uh, flashback to 05, my freshman year in high school. Man, I took this class called Webmastering in high school. Man, Mr. Cito, he taught Photoshop. He taught us how to make uh, he taught us Photoshop and how to make websites. Photoshop is exactly the same from 2005 as it is in 2023. The technology is just updated, but every the format, fonts, and everything, the setup, the layout, exactly the same. And I remember because I took it three of my four years out of high school, and I was amazing at. It. I used to get in trouble for putting his head on, like photoshopping his head on Brokeback Mountain pictures and stuff like that. Like I used to, I was a fool <laughs> in high school, man. I was a fool in high school because I was good at Photoshop, but uh. I downloaded a bootleg copy of Photoshop and it was exactly the same. And I made the logo you see today, my hood nigga logo that's on here. Man, I put it on the shirt. I ended up, uh, but in that meantime, in between time, my my boy Richard, Richard is a high school, the Brazosport High School uh, head football coach, head athletic coordinator and everything right now. But uh, at this time, you know, we're just going through life, man. You know, young man just trying to figure it out and stuff like that, man. Damon John from Shark Tank had like this free little class and stuff like that in Galveston. So, you know, I went and sit in on it. He ain't come up, but his team was there and they put out so much free information and all this stuff. And I was like, man, it's drop shipping shit the way of the future. So I'm figuring out how to sell shirts online and stuff. And I see people talking about drop shipping. And I was like, man, I remember everything from that class, damn near, like for real, for real. And I put two and two together. And I put my logo on there and I set up a drop shipping account and I put it online and I go to sleep. Man, when I wake up, I got a sale. I don't know who it's from. I don't know. I never talked to him or nothing. But it's with my new logo. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is yeah. at this, I'm I'm like the type of person who like when I put my I'm 
I need to make sure it's a legit website before I put my card information on here. I don't just put my credit card information everywhere and stuff like that. Yeah. So when I when they did that, I was like, man, who is? I was like, I could be a scammer. I'm like, they don't know. Like it was, my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. I was like, somebody I don't know from another state I never talked to a day in my life has just bought something for me. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, I could do this shit. And it was. <laughs> It fucked me up for real. I was like, man, I probably only made at the time. I don't pay like two, three dollars on the shirt, but I, it was probably starting. Yeah, it was just putting it out there. You know, I didn't know what I know now, but it, it it fucked me up for real for it. I just kept pushing and promoting it, and it's been growing, man. And that was 2017, 2018. That whole year, 2018, man, I grinded on social media hard, like pushing shirts, man. I wasn't getting sales, but I was taking pictures every day, just like getting content, doing stuff like that, and just trying to get sales. But I'll probably get, I'll probably get like a set, two, three sales a week. I'll be real. I'll probably get three sales a week. So that's, you know, it wasn't a lot, but at the time, I was like, man, I'm people out here, and I just reshare the post, you know, reshare, yeah. repost the pictures, and just keep telling the story. People was like, man, I'm a hood naked and still saying, I just keep meeting more people. And like, I'm and I was like, man, I know there's other people out here. I got a whole, I, I know I'm not the only one, you know? And uh, it was just crazy. I I, I, I had ended up uh, working my way into SHOT Show and I go to SHOT Show and, uh, but before all, before I get to SHOT Show, man, Black Rambo, man, that's my boy. We, before he yeah. even up, he trouble, man, Instagram. I've been knowing him before the social media. We just two niggas in the South with guns. We was just posting our guns. <laughs> and everybody was like, man, y'all need to stop posting y'all stuff and all that. But he was cool. And I know he a Marine. And I was in the Army. And I was like, man, you know, we just, we just like guns. I know it's hood niggas out here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know we out here. So I yeah. talked to him. He was like, man, I'm getting, I'm going to shot show, bro. You got to get the. I was like, man, I got to figure out the way to get there, man. And I figured out, man, by the grace of God, man. Uh, I remember saying the prayer for real, for real, man. I was like, man, if this supposed to be, if this meant for me, man, to let this happen, God, please, just give me a sign or something. Yeah. Man, I ain't had no money for a plane ticket. I had somebody reach out to me and say, man, I help you pay this plane ticket. I just want my money back when you can pay me back. Man, they got me a plane ticket there. Somebody yeah. was at SHOT Show. I was like, man, I got to add me and beat this. on my couch. Man, when I tell you I went to SHOT Show broke, what? man, I went to SHOT Show broke eating McDonald's, dollar menu shit. I don't eat McDonald's today. I hate McDonald's, but I, I know how to survive. I ain't been poor my whole life. I don't know yeah. nothing else. I know yeah. how to survive. So I was like, yeah, I can. Yeah. I'm finna hustle this. I'm finna flip this into something. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna flip it into, <laughs> but I'm gonna flip it into something. And uh, yeah. and that's what I do. Man, I go to SHOT Show and I, I link up with him and I just see the game and I see the business. Like, man, I'm a like I'm I'm an uh, analytical person. Like I, I I I visualize stuff and I can see how it's moving. I can see, you know, I can just I just see stuff that people don't care to see. I feel like that they not that they don't see people just don't care to see, but I just see trends yeah. move, business, how people operate, how people move, how people talk. I can see the differences in everything, man, for real, for real. And uh, I got there and I got to see it firsthand. I got to see how they do business firsthand. I got to see how I got to see the game, the blueprint. Fake face to face, like, all I gotta do is open my eyes and look around, you know, so uh, it was one of them things, man. I I went home. I mean, I was at Shot Show and Black Rumble at the time. He was like, man, don't nobody know me. He said, don't nobody here care about me. Don't nobody, nobody, nothing. Like, he'll tell you the same story, man. He was like, man, don't nobody, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, man, your demographic is just too young right now. In the next few years, your demographic gonna be able to buy guns and everybody gonna you know, you, you just got to teach them to be smart, be safe, be legal, teach them to do the right thing. I mean, you don't want to be teaching kids to do the wrong. 
So, man, he was like, man, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He go home. He started doing the stay safe, stay legal stuff. Man, he exploded. Because at that, by Sonic Show, he probably like 150,000, 200,000. He probably bigger than that at that time. I don't know. But they don't know who he is. Black America do. The youth do. But nobody is shot. <laughs> nobody. You know, like, who is this crazy looking dude? How he getting in here? That's how they treat him. For real, for real. For real? Man. That's how they treating him back then? Bro. Oh, I'm on some. I'm on Ask him. Ask him. I didn't even know that he was he had went to it like that. They didn't. They didn't. That was that was man. Ask him. So anyways, he go home and his shot. He, you know he he promoting his selfish shot show. He got that personality. He gonna man. I'm gonna do me regardless. I I don't care how y'all feel me. I'm a loving person. Y'all just looking at me. Y'all judge me if I look. And you know not you know no. Yeah, he a great person. Amazing friend. Like you know, but they don't know that. So he kept doing his thing to shot show. He go home and boom, he probably at. The next shot show, we're gonna jump for the next shot show 2020. Man, he probably what that 2019. So yeah, 2023 probably at uh half a million, almost a million. He can't walk five minutes right getting through shot show. Everybody know who he is. The innocent self had booked me to come out there to host something for uh Project Child Safe and uh, I mean the let's go shooting. Cause that whole year, man, all I did was grind, man. I made some connections in shot show. And I saw the business. So from that whole year, from uh that 2019 shot show to 2020, I just did business. I I seen how the social media trends and stuff. I yeah, I saw the game and I just applied it to myself and it was a wrap. I just been pushing and pushing and we grow every year. Uh I came to a point and I was like, man, I don't I'm not a, a I don't want to be an influencer. I guess you would say I was like, I'm gonna be so much more because hood deck is a culture now. I mean, I've been doing it for a few years. I'm meeting people all over the country, all over the world, saying they hood neck man. Just like people say, is they rednecks all over the world? It's people that say they cowboys all over the world, man. I got people all over the world right now saying they hood necks. Approach with, and I was like, man, I got to do right by this shit, like for real, for real. Because the shots going through shot shows and learning lessons, because that hood shit uh, off putting to a lot of companies. You know, it, you know, it's they're scared, man. A lot of people scared of the hood, not. You know, you know, I, it's understandable why they feel that way. They just don't know the things that they don't know. They just, you know, that's just life. So I started, uh, I started embracing that. Let them think something negative, not give them something positive back every time. So that's why I real reason I went five hundred one c three because I was like, man, I really want to build the culture of people we're around to to do positive and do good and really, you know, contribute to our community. You know, be real selfless service type stuff, but already doing the stuff we're doing. You know, you're showing them how because I know. At a point, I didn't know how. I didn't know I could do this. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, ten years ago, I did not know I ain't going to have no plan or none of this, nothing along these lines or none of that. When um that when uh when the innocent stuff uh paid me to come out there for uh shot show, they had uh it was a fifteen hundred dollar payment, and I feel like I used that whole check to start my nonprofit to go uh five hundred one c three with all that whole money because by that time I had uh. I wasn't rich, still ain't rich, wasn't far from it, but I was able enough to pay, you know, I had sold enough shirts to, to be able to afford my own plane ticket that year to Shot Show, to afford my own hotel that year to Shot Show. So it was, okay. you know, I'm making okay. progress, you know, I'm in a whole different state, you know, I ain't, I ain't where I'm at now, but I'm able to make it on my own two feet, you know. Uh, and this past Shot Show, I, I judged myself by Shot Show. So this past Shot Show, man, I was able to bring my board of directors with me, man. So I got an employee with me and stuff what? like that. Saying, man, so I, that's how I judged my growth off of Shot Show and stuff like that. So I remember not 
barely getting in. Now I'm bringing people in and stuff with me. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's like a, that's how I just, you know, like I judge my progression. I see myself, I see my progress and stuff like that. But uh, I did that uh, stuff with the innocent self and I would use my check to, to go 501c3. Cause I, what I didn't know is when you do stuff, you get your check on the back end. This is my first time I'm learning the business and stuff like this. You just stuff you don't get paid to afterwards, man. By the time they, they gave me that money, I was already ready for uh <laughs> I I went, you know, I you know, I was up. I had already figured out life. I wasn't stressing for bills at the time. I was barely getting by, but not as barely, you know. So I just I'm put this whole fifteen hundred towards making this a real five oh one C three to get my paperwork, get my IRS paperwork, everything legit. And that's what I did, man. As soon as I did that, I feel like I got a grant, probably a, for 10K. As soon as I got my uh my my tax uh paperwork back, so I got my um my tax exempt letter back for in March. And I think when we went to the pandemic, like uh we went to the pandemic right after I got my tax yeah. my tax exempt letter, we went to the pandemic. So there was nothing I could do but just grind, just, just social media stuff and promote. And it's like, but I'm I'm legit now, and it was like a blessing, a curse, because I had already went through shot show, and I, you know, I'm getting like social media links and codes and stuff to sell stuff, so I could generate income. And 2020 was a crazy year, so people was buying all type of two way accessories and stuff like that. So yeah, I was making money in the pandemic. It was man, it was a blessing, a curse for real, for real. It was I got to learn the business, man. It was just like I got to really sit down. I can't go nowhere. I can't do nothing but mm-hmm. learn how to make a dollar. Put it and I start putting everything towards a nonprofit because I was like, man, I want to take people hunting. I got everything I need, but it costs a lot of money to take other people hunting. Who Everybody you telling? Who you telling? <laughs> that shit is expensive. So I got the grant. And the grant was five k up front and five k the, the second the next year. So I spent five k taking people hunting that during the pandemic when I could and stuff like that, finding different spots. You know, you could go outside and be six feet apart and do all the stuff. So yeah, you can still hunt. So I did that and it was man, it was a blessing, man. I was really showing people how to be self-sustainable when the world was shut down. Uh started getting people into agriculture and stuff like that. Uh yeah, we just kept growing. So 2021, it was like, man, we need a property of our own because we spending so much money on guys. Guys was jipping us for money. We put deposits down and not getting calls back. All kind oh. of crazy stuff. God, yeah, I mean, you know, we was I'm out here fundraising and getting all this money in. I'm not trying to waste it, you know. I'm trying to really spend it on everybody, on you know, where we can take people and really take them out. And so, uh, I was like, man, it's time to start fundraising for our own, and that's what we started doing. Starting in the end of 21, 20, Shot Show 22, I had uh, I was at Shot Show 22 with business, a briefcase and business plans, man. Everybody I had been relationship <laughs> with, for real, all the gun companies, everybody I had been relationship with. In those, in those previous years from 2018 up to 2022. Oh yeah, I'm, this is what I'm trying to do, man. I, I don't want no free guns. I need them. I need investors. Uh, this is what we. This what I'm trying to make happen. And uh, <clears throat> some of them was fucking with me, but that was like, I want to see you do it first. So when nobody really feel like, you want us to give you money to build a property and all this, oh, you can't do that and all this. You're not going to build it. I only come here to ask you about it if I know I can't do it. If I feel like I wouldn't be here, everything I'd have done so far, it was just like, man, that was the next step, man. You know, I was like, man, I, I remember when I struggled to get here. I ain't, yeah. I'm not struggling to get here at this point. I'm actually I'm investing my into my my nonprofit to help us build it up. This is what we're doing. We got a relationship with these companies, these organizations, like real solid structure, you know, real 
real relationships, business relationships. And um, some of them was, some of them wasn't. And then I walked out of shot show with nothing, but uh, I had an investor I was talking to, and I came home and. It was like, man, we really want to help. We want to make a big donation, and they made a donation for us to be able to to to, to get to the property where we at now. And we're still trying to buy a property with to go in with Texas Park and Wildlife. They want to partner with us on building up a range and stuff like that. So, yeah, I can rant all day about it, man. I can tell you, but that's just really that's just really how it's been, and the, the progress from the military to hood, Nick. And we just been doing nonprofit work, man. So I got a little team and stuff now, and we we're teaching people how to. Fish farm and hunt. So any we try to be fully self-sustainable and vertically integrated. Um, okay, okay. Growing your, growing your own fruits and vegetables, hydroponics, aquaponics, water energy, wind energy, solar energy. Uh yeah, trying to teach you how to live off the land for real, for real. How to protect yourself on the land, how to go get your food, land, how to do everything. So a full circle facility is what we what was what we're creating. The triple, uh, triple F is what we call it, fish farm and firearm, but it's a full so. You'll really be able to survive here yeah, once we up and running. Got a range. Uh, we're on 15 acres right now, Brazil. We got a range on the property where we can shoot. Uh, we dug a pond. We just haven't filled it up yet. We're trying to, you know, trying to let the earth and stuff settle a little bit more. Trying to get some more rainwater. Uh, yeah. We're gonna plant some crops in fields. We're gonna put a trap shooting range on it and an archery range as well, so you can learn bow hunting. Because we're bow hunting instructors and we're hunting instructors with Texas Park and Wildlife. Excuse me, and we're hunting masters as well with Texas Youth Hunting Program Association. So. Try to do everything by the book. So when they tell us we can't do it, we're like, yeah, we can. We we certify mm-hmm. with the biggest organizations. We you legit, you legit, <laughs> Don't let the hood nigga fool yeah. you, man. That's what they done. Yeah. You know, they be like, oh, you can't do that. Like, man, I'm instructed. Just I got the same power you got, if not more. You know. <laughs> so, well, when the whole different position, man, that picture you pulled up at the top, man, that was with the CEO, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, uh, our mayor, and our head oh. of police chief down in Galveston. So we did a lot giveaway. Uh, that was when we gave our gun locks to the hood, man. I had the police. We gave our gun locks to the police station. Then we had everybody come to the hood. And we passed our gun locks as well. So that was oh, a good thing. Okay. So we really big in the community. Now we got our mayor. You know, we got our mayor giving us support. Everybody's showing us love now. So we're really just trying to be, you know, real big into the community. Say that one more time now. You said this is even the mayor. Uh-huh. Right yeah. So to my so to I'll go right to left. So on the very yeah, on the very left corner, that's Joe Bartosi. That's the CEO of the National Shooting Sports Foundation. So the National Shooting Sports Foundation owns Shot Show. Shot Show is their event. Um oh. to the right of him is Mayor Bar uh <laughs> Mayor Brown. That's Galveston's mayor, then it's me. Then to the right of me is you're gonna see Chief Bally, and then you're gonna see a, a lieutenant to the right of him. Chief Bally is the Galveston police chief. So we are uh, we're passing out. We see see the gun locks in the front. We just passing out gun locks, promote safe and responsible gun storage and firearm safety. Uh, did that at the police station. Then we went to the hood and passed them out as well. So, so it was a good time. Good time. That's what's up. That's what's up, boss. You making moves? You been making man, I, moves? Man, I try, man. I try, man. Yeah, that's what's up, man. You doing it for real, for real. Now, if you don't, um, if you don't mind. Walk us into uh, you and being a 2A influencer. Like, I, I really appreciate you explaining your whole uh, transition on each year going to the SHOT Show and how you was able to gauge, you know, your own progress based on that. But um, for anybody that's looking out there to either try to enter the 2A game as a gun influencer 
or that's already in it and they're looking to up their game. You got any any words of advice you can spit to them? Man, yeah. So it's really not that hard, man. You got to take yourself out uh, away from the phone and not be a consumer and be a seller. So you're trying to sell yourself to whoever you, you try to promote yourself to whoever you want to see. Um, we so we the thing you gotta think about. We, you know what you like to see. You know what you like to post. You know what you like to see. Do that. Do what you like to see. Do what you like to do. Post that. Uh, but really, you gotta think social media comes down to two things. You're either entertaining or you're you're good at something. You, you can do something I can't. Either you're super entertaining or you can do something that I can't. Or you have something that I don't. One right. of the, that's one of the same. So that's the hustle like right that. there. That's yeah, the hustle. Either I'm super or I'm educational. Up. I'm super smart. I'm knowledgeable. I know what I'm talking about. Information, informative. Yeah, yeah. Those, are, those are the keys. Like something like that. Like uh, you got to know your lane, man. There's so many people like you want to change your fame. There's nothing wrong with wanting fame. I tell people that all the time. You need people to entertain. You need people to show and put a spotlight on whatever, whatever industry that is. You need people. You need that. You need fame. But you also need change. I'm on a change route. That's why I went nonprofit, man, and stuff like that. Because uh, I can give you the blueprint. I know what makes social media. Like I just told you, that's the blueprint right there. Be entertaining. Uh, have something that they don't. Or do be able to do stuff that they can't. Or be informative, man. I'm trying to. It's easy. Post guns that people don't have. They're going to love you. Like, oh, I want this. and ooh, uh, Go shoot. If people can't shoot. They're going to be like, man, I want to shoot that. Uh, you know, just that's all it is, man. I. I'm able to shoot as much as I want. People are like, man, I wish I can shoot this much. This motherfucker shoot every day. Like, you know, it's the stuff that people can't do is what they want to see. Uh, know your lane, though. Figure out what you want to do and, and, and do that. If you want to sell clothes, like I said, hood nigga, I was just selling clothes at first, but I was like, man, this is a culture of people, man. I want to do more. You know, that's what I was like. I didn't want to do the influence route. That was, I know I still have to, but I want to focus on building a real organization because you see a lot of influencers, they get to a certain limit. Even if it's a, a a million, two million, five million, they'd be like, man, I want to start a business and stuff like this. I'm like, oh, no, nah. but people love you for you. Like, man, you know, people come follow you. And that's why it'd be hard for a lot of people to start a business because you're selling, you've been promoting yourself and stuff like that. And that's why I took myself out of it from the beginning because it used to be Chris Hood, Nick on Instagram. And I was like, I said, I'm, I don't want to be famous. I really, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to be the face. Of, I didn't want to okay. be the face of Hood. I wanted to be, a, be the, the voice of it, but. I don't want to, I'm not trying to be, you know, I don't want to be famous. I just want to change the world, man. You know, I just want to, <laughs> it's yeah. not crazy, but yeah. I really do want to change the world. You know, to get my impact. I feel so, you, bro. I feel you. It was this social media going to be that. I saw it was working. I was like, man, it's going to come with it. So I was just like, man, let me not focus on trying to be famous. Let me not focus on followers. Let me see how many people I can help. Let me see how many followers I get from helping people. Let me see how many people I can talk to. How many people really fuck with me? And how many people really care? How many people see the vision? How many people really hood niggas? Like, yeah, I be talking that hood niggas. It's a lot of hood niggas out there, man. It's so crazy. Man. I be meeting people. So many people, man. I I got sales, and I had a sale some hood niggas to some some a guy in Korea in the right field. He was like, man, I'm a Korean version of you. Man, it's a guy up in like Washington and uh in Oregon and he uh he he uh school he fishes underwater and rides snowmobiles and do all type he a black guy man only black guy I know who do stuff like that cool man I had to got a guy up in uh Alaska in the igloo man like it's crazy I people really what? I, feel, I feel like we're the most diverse uh diversity inclusion organization because uh, you can be from any hood you can be from Chicago Florida 
Texas, Houston, Cali. You can be from the country, Louisiana, Montana, Nebraska, Michigan, even, yeah, those, Korea got a country. It's a countryside everywhere in the world. It's it's a hood everywhere in the world. Yeah. So that, that it's a spin the wood, that yeah. category, man. Anybody who feel, man, I got Asians who sound like they niggas, for real, for real. I, all type of people, all type of people. I got a huge Hispanic following, man, because I'm from Texas, man. We got, I got Mexican brothers for real, for real. Like I just told you, I joined the army with one of my brothers. He's Mexican. I, I forget he. That's how close really? he is. Like I, you know, like for real, for real. People be like, man, introduce me to your Mexican friend. I'm like, oh, hey, no, I can't. Like, what's he? And I'm like, oh, Louis, Louis Mexican. I'm like, he sure is. But yeah, we. But that's just how. <laughs> got white guys who they hood next like you don't you don't discriminate man you gotta respect people in the hood everywhere man and it's a red nigga well it's black people i got a, i got a red neck red bone uncle from mississippi who say he's a red neck so you know it ain't <laughs> just took the color out of it just put everybody together so yeah i like that bro i like that you're no, doing it, it man <clears throat> you're doing it so um where do you see yourself in the organization going in the future? Uh, it's like the property right now. Once we get this up and running, it's gonna be able to show everybody how <laughs> it's gonna be our. It's just, this is our blueprint because we were trying to buy up to like fifty acres, but we on fifteen right now, and that's perfect for what we was trying to do because this that's a lot of land still, and we're learning a lot. Like I said, it's still a learning step for us all. So. uh we try. We want the goal for hood niggas to start here, get this up, take care of home up in Galveston County. You know, we're from Galveston. A lot of people don't know, but Galveston is the home of Juneteenth. I sit on the board, uh, a director for the counseling in Juneteenth back home. So we just, you know, just trying to take care of home first. But after that, we want to put them in all of, one in every state, as many as we can put in that state, but make them applicable to whatever we're at. So if they're in Florida, we may be teaching them how to grow oranges and stuff like that and have different type of animals that, that survive by in Florida better. Then we come out to Georgia, you got Camp Hoodnick in Georgia where it's peaches and they grow on different type of stuff. And you know, you might be in Louisiana. We're doing crawfish in Louisiana. We're gonna have a little rice crawfish oh, down there, you know. So okay. it's wherever you at, we want to teach ourselves to survive off the land wherever you at. You know, it's I'm in Texas, so we're gonna have different, you know, we can grow almost anything out here. So it's we just gotta pick one yeah. and stick with it. We might be doing rice when we're doing corn, we might be doing straight hydroponics, we can do what we want. So it's you know, but I know everybody don't have the same in their states. So just make it like that way. We might yeah. be in Kansas, might just want to do straight corn. We might go to number have have something up in Omaha and be like, oh, we ain't doing number wheat, all this up in the yeah. <laughs> corn hustling all of in, in Omaha, you know, Nebraska. That's all we doing it. And teaching kids agriculture business how to use the land and soil in their front yard that you can this is another source of income you know you can fill your stomach and yeah, make yeah. more money so you spending less on food and eating more you know so that'll cut in the poverty of life just want to teach people that Bet that. Bet that. well bro you said much more than i um much more than I ever thought this interview would be, bro. You opened my eyes to a lot of stuff, my damn stuff. Even I'm picturing because I've never been to Shot yeah, Show. I've never been to since I've been out of the um out of the military. I I have not known about um a lot of these events and these uh conventions that are going on. So I'm just now starting to peep game myself. But yeah, I'm trying to be at Shot Show. Shot myself, Show is the biggest, and I'm really trying uh, to understand outdoor trade show in the world. 
So SHOT stands for Shooting, Hunting, Outdoor, Trade, Show. SHOT Show. So it's the biggest shooting, hunting, outdoor trade show in the world. It's, so it's so big to see every booth, you know, SHOT Show a week long. To see every booth at SHOT Show, you will have to spend 14 seconds that at each booth to see everyone in that full week. That's how big it is. What? So I'm telling you, damn, I didn't know it was going down it's like the business. That. The business company, yeah, everybody down is <laughs> cheat code, man. It's a shot show. Yeah, the way you saying it, I want to go just go out. out of network. The way you saying it. So the difference between my shot show, I feel like everybody else shot show is that I didn't go there to to. I went to the network for real, and I didn't fan out over yeah. none of the guns and none of that. I went here to to play with guns and see guns and that stuff. I didn't care about it. Yeah, I was really straight business. And that's the difference. I see a lot of people coming in and the mistakes they make. Cause it's, I was poor as fuck my shot show. I can only imagine what y'all going through. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking from experience. I was like, man, I, I had to borrow money to get this motherfucker. I don't know what you had to do. You, I feel you in a better position, but I know you had to spend some money to get help. So man, don't waste it. You know, go there and really network, man. I ain't. I'm not that uh, I was not that a play. <laughs> and I did not. I ain't spend no money. I don't drink now, so yeah, I didn't I didn't go there to drink. I didn't go there to party. I didn't go there to gamble. I don't gamble. No. I don't have to do business, man. I'm pole. I'm tired of being pole. I'm trying to <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, so. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. Now um lastly, before we call close everything up. I just want to ask you if you can to give me your three favorite guns. Oh, my Staccato. <laughs> my Staccato XC. My Henry Big Boy 357 level action. I love that, man. Suppress those depressors under a can on there. I love that gun, man. Mm. I just use 38 or 357. Sure. And I'm everything in Texas. I can almost kill the 357 if I really want to, you know. And, yeah, that's my and my uh let me see. I got my Sakano, I hear probably my Kiapo, my Rhino. No, 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 let me take it back. Let me see. <laughs> you can't feel I like my Z Pap. I love my Z Pap. Let me sign them too. Yeah, I say my rhyme though, because I love revolvers, man. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm really country. But that Kiapa, that, that thing, player. I, I got a thing for like skins, like leather skins and, and uh, leather and gator and stuff like that and wood grain. But that shit. Yeah. yeah. That Kiapa all black with that wood handle. That's my. I love that thing. For sure. For sure. Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. This has been episode 49 of the War Dog Trail podcast. If you don't mind, just one last time, let everybody know where they can find you. Hood Yo, Nick. man, you can find Hoodneck on Instagram at H-O-O-D-N-E-C-K underscore at the end. We're on TikTok as well and also on YouTube at Hoodneck TV. Uh, if you want to get merch or apparel, you can go to hoodneck.org. That's H-O-O-D-N-E-C-K dot org, O-R-G. If you want to reach out to me, it's Chris at Hoodneck. It's Chris at hoodnick.org is our email address if y'all want to come out, shoot, have some fun, and learn anything. So, always here. 
right, you heard it from the man. This has been episode 49 of the War Dog Trail. Salute. Enjoy your week. Lost through the bed, hit the crawl back. Can't take no more ills, I need all that. Run off with the pack and get the don't crap. The folk feel show a nigga full flat. Run it back, 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 Lost through the bed, hit the crawl back. Can't take no more ills, I need all that. Run off with the pack and get the don't crack. The four feel short, nigga, four flat. Run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back.